welcome back, folks. You're back joining us with the Good Living Recipe and Lifestyle Podcast. I am here with my illustrious co-host, Dr. Kenyana Walker, and we are here to talk about a very important topic that we have titled Just Say No. So before I get started, Twin, would you like to say hi to the folks? Hey, everyone. Nice to be back. All right. So as I said, today, we're going to talk about just saying no. And what we mean by just saying no is just saying no to the churn, saying no to the machine, saying no to having a overscheduled, just overstimulated life. So before we get started, I just want to tell you that this podcast is provided for educational and informational purposes only. Views expressed on this podcast do not constitute medical advice, nor do they reflect the views of any agency or organization that we are associated with. Key, what are we just saying no to? All right, guys. So we've we've discussed this so many times before as mothers, as wives, employees. Look, you name it. Come on, Shirley Caesar. Um, so what we're talking about here when we're talking about just saying no is just to no to being overwhelmed, being overworked, being overscheduled, um, just over everything. Mm. So yeah, just over everything. So what I wanted to start out by talking about um, in terms of just saying no is saying no, essentially, so you can say yes. So you can say yes to yourself. So you can say yes to a life um, of fulfillment and one where you're able to derive pleasure from. So let me just say in saying no to being overstimulated and overworked and all that, we know that those come as just parts of life. Um, but oftentimes it can get to a point where it is no longer properly balanced. And we're speaking on this topic because we ourselves have been there and sometimes, you know, are probably the like likely there at the moment and will probably be there in the future. But um, what we have tried to do is identify these times of being overworked, overstimulated, just over everything earlier um, in the process. So, um, Twin, would you go ahead and just start us off? Like, how do we recognize when we become overworked, overwhelmed, all the overs. <laughs> Over it, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I can really just speak from my personal um, experience. I It's rare for me to be overwhelmed. I, I think you're probably in the, in the same boat. Um, I think we suffer from kind of knowing, knowing how to manage stress pretty well, but, you know, we're in our 40s, so you, that should, you know, we should be at that point. But you know, I think um, when I reflect on the time, the times when I felt really overwhelmed, and it's funny as we're talking about this and we were planning this podcast, I actually think I'm in that I'm in that time right now uh, in my life. It having, happens. Yeah, having just um, switched over, uh, working a new job with a new employer, and just trying to really um, settle down into the ways that it moves and ebbs and flows. So not only am I learning a new organization, I'm learning new language. I went from working predominantly at home to being in an office. Okay. You know, mm -hmm. I, I mask, I'm at, I really would like mask up my whole face, not just my mouth and nose. So <laughs> you're definitely not a chin strapper. Just I, so everybody knows. <laughs> I don't know that my mask has ever been chin strapped. So <laughs> You know, so it's no surprise then that I'm finding myself in periods of being overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And so let, separate and apart from from this, because this is a very temporal thing, I believe it's I think it's with any job that you kind of need to get your sea legs. When I when I'm really overwhelmed, 
there's there's several kind of um, trigger signs for me. Sometimes I can't catch my breath. Um, both physically and just just everything. I feel like I'm just going, 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 going. There's never a start or stop. I'm constantly moving. Uh, so that's one of the signs that normally triggers to me, like, girl, you are over. Not not uh not like you doing it, like you are overdoing it. Uh, <laughs> not and like I'm killing the game, like you're literally killing yeah, yourself. Yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, another sign that I often experience, and I, I know that you've experienced this, when you are sleeping and resting and you can't even achieve rest. Yeah, girl. Uh, you know, I, I'll make this one comment. I took on a new job kind of like you. But I think when I took on a new management job, I also was starting a master's program. Mm -hmm. And if I was not cataloging or bullet pointing or jotting down notes in my mind about one thing, mm -hmm. the job, oh, I had an epiphany or, oh, this makes sense, or I need to figure this out, then I was doing it with school. And it, the restlessness it's, it's, it's nothing the, like it's it. the mental callus. And that's, I think that's where, where I am now, that many times those mental calisthenics that you're engaging in can really produce fatigue. And yeah, yeah. on top of everything else is a sense of over a sense of being overwhelmed. So, uh, so again, like one of the signs for me is when I'm sleeping, I'm not resting. And when I'm mm -hmm. resting, when I'm trying to actively rest, so I've actually planned, you are going to rest. I'm unsettled. Um, and then the last thing I think for me is thinking about even when I'm just waking up tired routinely, my mm -hmm. body is just not getting recovered uh, in a way that will allow me to kind of start my day refreshed. And then, I mean, of course, like my husband will tell you, like, you seem to been irritated a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> but also, Twin, when you were talking about not not being recovered, one thing that this podcast and the the website and we promote all the time is great physical health. And so when you work out um, every day or work out several days out of the week and you put that type of stress on your body, mm -hmm. that type of stress is really good, but it's only good when it's balanced with sufficient sleep. Mm -hmm. And so you're 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 having all forms of stress. Um, work stress, your lack of sleep, and then you're having the stress of your physical workout and you have no outlet to be able to recover and repair yourself, mm -hmm. which I think is, man, that is critical. That's that's where injuries are found too. Yeah. And which actually, I'm glad that you bring that up because that's where I found myself. I think I shared with you, it was about a week and a half. I you know, was getting up at 445. I had not need to get up, go do my workout. And um, I'm not a snoozer. And that alarm went off and I said, uh, no, mm -hmm. I think I need to get some rest. I, I want yeah. to work out. It would be great for me to work out. It's going to help me, you know, mentally and help me power through my day. But what I'm feeling like my body needs right now is for me to say no to mm -hmm. working out and, and go ahead and sleep, you know, maybe 45 minutes longer just to get some, some rest. That's good. So you you actually got me to the next point. We're talking about looking for signs and indications that you're stretched too thin. And then how do you course correct to prevent further impact? Now, what you just said is going to take me to the end of it. Mm -hmm. Of how do you course correct is recognition. Yeah. Um, I, I think you had kind of said it twin before, like, you know, for those of us who are parents, sometimes you'll get to a point with with with, with your kids where you notice they are so tired. <laughs> that they can't help themselves. 
Mm-hmm. And we recognize the signs in them, but th- it's hard for us to recognize those signs in ourselves. But a lot of times what we end up um what we end up providing as a solution is just complete rest, nap time, go lay down. You need to just be still. And that I would assume that is no different for us. I can tell you it's no different for me. Mm-hmm. Um and sometimes you just have to kind of sit back and say, okay, what deserves my time and attention like what is critical at this point and what can be deferred so um that I kind of went back before I went um forward but I talked to I'm talking about um course correcting so it doesn't happen again but I want to go to the front end of it is looking for signs and the only example that I have is you guys me and twin like when we put on parties baby showers bridal showers birthday party this machine no language yeah, I feel bad for people sometimes because we don't even have to talk. No, you think that's like, a twin guys, thing, or you, you think what do you like have it all together? I'm just not really sure how how you're doing that. It's just, just do you think it's a, do you think it's a twin thing? I don't know. We just well, now my daughter's well, starting to yeah yeah because if we include both of our daughters, uh, at least one of them jumps right in. Yeah, right, they can right get it. it. Yeah, they can get it. So we did have uh, graduation parties this past summer. And there was a lot of other external things that were going on outside of the party. And I was not going to be able to be there for, you know, a span of time to be able to assist. And our daughters had to jump in. And Mm -hmm. uh, you talking about making a mother proud. So, you know, that behavior had been demonstrated for years. And, you know, uh, I I did have to give a pep talk to my daughter because she's the oldest of the two of of me and twins daughters. And I'm like, you got it. You've been Mm -hmm. watching it long enough. You got it. But um the example that I was going to give to go get dressed yes like let her go get dressed but what ended up happening during that party and what has happened to many of many me and twin and I many times when we host events is you know that level of frenziness that you get into like right when you're planning and you got like look you've planned this out weeks and months in advance you got a whole timeline you got this you got that you already assembled your crew you got your people we're going to start at this time and boom, 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 boom. And we, we, we generally, we plan six, seven months. And we, you know, we have, you know, event planning meetings and shopping meetings and menu meetings and knickknack meetings. Because nobody is type A here. Nobody. <laughs> that's not type A behavior. <laughs> that's, that's not type A behavior. <laughs> so what I liken to kind of recognizing the signs is, is very similar to when you're, when you're like an hour away from guests coming and you're kind of getting ready for this event and it just seems like everything is happening at one time and you are just completely frazzled Mm -hmm. and it just seems like there's so much to do and there's just not enough time and you're thinking about what you're doing then and you're thinking about what is to come Mm -hmm. all the stuff and you become overwhelmed what I would say um, as remedies to that or to prevent for further impact is just like we did. Like I said, we tapped our daughters. Well, one of them, it was her her graduation party was was imminent. And then the other one was old enough to be able to jump in and help get your resources. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's at work, whether it's you taking care of your duties at home, whether it's like, you know, twin and I, where, you know, she's not here. Um, you know, we live separate, but I could be feeling a certain level of stress and I'm gonna call in my resources and be like, mm-hmm. girl, look, a number one, put me in your prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can lay on your face for me, that'd be real good. 
Um, and then my second thing is, is just talk it out with your girlfriend, but utilize your resources, start to recognize um, those signs and indications. And again, those are just feeling frazzled, overwhelmed, looking present, looking future all mm -hmm. at the same time. And then again, like I talked about when I said I addressed it from the back end and then went to the front end, do as we do our children, build in that rest time. You yeah. have to be able um, to do that for yourself mm -hmm. because you you typically don't leave that frazzle state and kind of enter into a, you know, a state of calm and all that. There's usually something that that um, occurs in between there and things start dropping off. And you are one of the most important things in that entire equation. But it typically ends up being you. Your work performance will start to suffer. Mm -hmm. Your interactions with your family and friends will start to suffer. And sometimes um, your diet begins to show signs. Oh, girl, we yeah. know me on the cookies you know? now. Come on. <laughs> you start carb loading by accident. Um, because yeah, we know me. Um, but I was going to say, you know, it does remind me of like when, you know, I had one child that wasn't a good sleeper, one that was a great sleeper and slept through the night. But man, when she would get tired and overexposed is what I used to call it. And, you know, you know, you don't want to put them toddlers down at 630 because mm -hmm. they ain't sleep tonight. And so we would just be playing and, you know, keeping her up. And then finally, we'd be like, we got to put this child to bed because she she just can't even think straight. I mean, you know, that type of thing. And sometimes our solution is put yourself to bed. I There are times that I will go to bed. We don't have anybody in the house either. I'll mm -hmm. go to bed. If I'm tired, I'm like, why am I sitting up until 10 o'clock? I'm going to well, bed tonight. Um, um, I've, I've, uh, yeah, I've, I've been known to get in that bed at 845. <laughs> <laughs> and now I might sit in bed till nine because you know you can't really go to bed before nine and you old right so I'm gonna get oh. in a bed at 8 45 but I ain't really going to sleep until nine I think that's true yeah so <laughs> I have I have started dozing around 9 15 of course I mean you know you just but, a little bit but since it's not nine o'clock then I'm not officially old doesn't count no perfect just when you okay. get into rim that's when it starts with the rim <laughs> oh count it there <laughs> don't count it eyes closed no oh no you ain't even really there yet you ain't <laughs> So before we move on, because I really want to talk about um, how how we do refresh ourselves, tell the folks how they can find you, how they can find the website and just get connected with Good Living. All right. So, folks, this is the time for our station identification. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Good Living Recipe and Lifestyle blog. You can find us on Instagram at Good Living good excuse me good living blog we can be found on tiktok at good living recipe and lifestyle without the e and then our website is good living recipe lifestyle.com so there are four different ways that you're able to access content podcasts exercise and recipes so we look forward to engaging with you on all those platforms thank you for the station identification so let's get back into how do we kind of establish times for refreshing ourselves i think i'll I'll go first and then, because I think we have a similar way that we do that. So one thing, and you know this, but I haven't, I haven't talked about it in terms of this topic, but I love going grocery shopping. Yeah, it's, it's an addiction. I do. You're I addicted. Just, I just love going. I love walking around for two or three hours in the grocery store, picking up food and just, it's a whole process. I just walk around the whole store. I literally do the same trail around the store aisle by aisle every Saturday. I do that. And listeners, y'all should see my face. Is this therapeutic? 
and I have my podcast in, I'm zoning out. I'm just really kind of thinking about the meals I'm going to make um, for the next week. And it just, now here's the sad thing. When I get done, I'm like, I need these groceries out the car. I need to hurry up. I want to sit down. I'm hungry. <laughs> but <laughs> really for me, getting groceries by myself um, as slowly as I want to, I don't want to be rushed. I don't want to have a 45 minute time limit is one of the things I do to, um, it's something that I have to do, but it is something that is refreshing to me. Getting groceries um, on a time crunch or after coming, you know, coming from out of town and we have no food and those types of things is not refreshing. But when I have time, I mean, you know, I'll get up on Saturday, spend two hours at the gym. I'm like, girl, I'm about to drink this coffee, head to the store, at the store, get home one o'clock. <laughs> And it's relaxing. I got my food for the next day and all that other stuff. So, but I I think we also share like, you know, because we push our bodies hard, we both kind of get some refreshing with massages and yep. facials and those types of things. But I know you're going to cover that, but can we talk about some of the dangers too that may, the hidden dangers that may exist when we schedule services for refreshing? Yeah, you know, a couple people who know me well know that um, I, I don't play with my services. And this is something that I had to learn over time. I mean, honestly, um, they all weren't um, at it all at the same time. Um, I see a chiropractor and that is because I have a previous back injury. Um, the back injury, I was told by the a chiropractor prior to the one that I'm with now that that back injury would uh, result in me having pain injections in my back. Um, and so that horrified me. And so I, I found another chiropractor and I get adjustments regularly. So that's one way, because when I get stressed, it, it, I hold it right um, in my shoulders, in my traps, and it goes up right behind my ear and it sets up for a really nice headache, um, a nice little wraparound headache too. So I do I like that. Those, the kind you like those wraparounds? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not not the ones that just sit right in the forehead. No, mine goes from the back of my neck. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it covers everything. So I get that. And then since we do push our bodies so hard in the gym and we do, um, you know, require a lot, um, and, and Twin can probably speak to this for herself, but after I had um, lost the weight and had gotten to a level of health that I was comfortable with, you know, I like to try to see what else I can learn to do. Um, me and my husband kind of joke and say that we just try to go in the gym and play around. So if I want to, you know, figure out like, hey, what are some other muscle building exercises I can do for my legs or this and that? Well, a lot of times when you're trying to incorporate some of those new things, there's going to be a level of soreness that comes along with it. And so um, with that, I go ahead and get an hour to an hour and a half long massage. I do that once a month. I, 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 um, I break that up from my chiropractor appointment. Um, but I do that um, just simply because um, of the level of intense workout that I do. But I also do it because it relaxes me because there are times I'm in there falling asleep. Uh, and I'm talking to uh, my massage therapist who is great. He's He's been with me for years. And I think he can tell that I'm trailing off. And then I wake up and start apologizing. But um, so I do that. You know, I, I get uh, get my nails done. I do that because that's, you know, I just enjoy doing that. And I make sure I get a pedicure like every couple of months. Um, but in terms of those, and I, I, I get a facial. But in terms of those free things, um, 
I walk for 30 minutes every day, at minimum 30 minutes every day during the workday. I don't do it so much on the weekend because it's not, I'm, I'm, I'm not in a high stress environment on the weekend. And so in the middle of my day, uh, on my lunch break, I try to get out, expose myself to the fresh air. Uh, this was actually covered in one of our um, blog posts. Yeah. Um, and we talked about the benefits of walking. I had never done it before in previous jobs and this job, I just decided I was going to do it and I love it. I enjoy it. It puts a really hard stop to some of the activities of the day. When I come back, I'm able to come back a little bit more refreshed. I feel like I'm a little bit more sharper and, uh, you know, to be honest, I'm not as irritated. Um, mm -hmm. The last thing I'll add, and I'll let you talk about the benefits of your walking because I know you do it too. The last thing that I add is twin talked about grocery shopping. My thing is thrifting. Oh, yeah, it is. I can go and zone out in a thrift store. I tend to like to go on Sundays because um, I think the store is a little bit slower, but that is just one of those activities I use to transition myself back into the workday. I can't tell you why it is as therapeutic as it is, but I truly enjoy it. And that so those would, are the things that, that I would, do. That would drive me crazy. I'd be thinking, like, what else could I be doing this time? So, <laughs> I do that at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I want to move on because I really want to talk about this whole idea. I mean, it's entitled Just Say No. So, like, what are we saying no to? But for those services, we get some of the same services. And one, I just want to, you know, just be mindful that, you know, that that we are blessed to be able to afford those types of things. And certainly if it was, you know, a couple of years ago, I don't think that we would be able to have all these services. But I think we both work pretty high stress jobs and find that we've got to take care of ourselves uh, in order to do those jobs. Well, let me just give, let me, I'm sorry, let me give this disclaimer. That is exactly why I said I didn't add them all at the same time. Now, look, yeah. guys, don't go out there blowing your budget. <laughs> okay. And then getting stressed because that's a like, whole nother hey, level. <laughs> right. Don't blow but, your budget. But go the ahead, other thing twin. I'm just going to add quickly is, you know, you and I have both experienced this. Those services run over, you know, sometimes you're eyebrow person's not ready they're running over your massage therapist is running over and if you're your massage therapist you know he's doing an hour and a half on my massage time. therapist who do you your see massage therapist. yours too but i don't get that hour and a half sir. <laughs> um, i'm a vip so <laughs> so just making sure that if you're scheduling your services to refresh yourself and relax giving yourself some time in between if you if you like i'm gonna hit them all on saturday because this is my rest day just build a buffer um, so that you don't increase, you know, or cause some anxiety or increase your level of anxiety when you're trying to really decrease your stress and decrease, you know, the sense of being overwhelmed. So just build Agreed. a buffer in between those services just in case you're running late or somebody else is running late. So Agreed. just say no. What happens yep. if you say, girl, you always say no. Can you do, do you mind? Like, how do you manage that so that you don't get overwhelmed so i'm the queen of no um and was it I okay for me to make make voice i mean i was voice oh, acting to, was that me um i don't know okay <laughs> i uh i may have said this on one of the podcasts before but uh, i usually tell younger people that i that are in my life um your first no is going to be your hardest um and the reason why i say that is because once you connect your why to that no it's not as hard to say no. Um, now, I've mentioned it before. Sometimes saying no to myself is actually saying yes. And sometimes saying no to myself or those activities or whoever is asking is saying yes. Because what only I know what I have on my schedule. 
Only I am aware of what I have pending. Only I am aware of my timelines and my stressors. That is really good. They don't know that. Yeah. And I know if I've been, if I haven't been sleeping. And they don't know the other commitments you've made to other people. Exactly. And while, while you want to go, um, it may not be what's best for you. And so one of the things I'm learning and, and guys, it could be, hey, because we don't hit 40. I'm not sure. But I don't give an no, explanation. I was, saying, I was saying no real good in my 30s. I, because okay. I, I was in graduate school. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you just you just went ahead and hit that check mark. I was just like, yeah, I can't go out um, for drinks after class. Number one, I don't drink and I got kids at home. I haven't seen all day. <laughs> no, for so, you. No, for you. No, for you. No, I can't come to the weekend event where it's like, you know, intramural um, adult kickball. Sounds great. Well, first of all, I'm not doing that. That seems oh, high what? risk. Yeah, yeah that I'm seems like, high oh, risk. Oh, <laughs> oh, I can't do that. But so what did I want? What I wanted to say was your no doesn't require an explanation. You're not required to give one. And, and you're also... Um, hear me when I say this, not required to apologize. Again, only you know what mm -hmm. you have going on in the background and that person doesn't know and you don't have to apologize for what you have going on because then that, that makes you take on a level of guilt and sometimes yeah. stress that you're not required to, like you shouldn't. So when you say no, you are simply managing your calendar while you're being fully armed with the knowledge of what your schedule is requiring of you. That is why the no gets easier. Mm -hmm. um, and so for me, um, there were a couple of things, you know, last year I had to start saying no to that I was saying, I had been saying yes to. Um, you said no to me. I sure did. <laughs> I sure, I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> I had to say no, no to my sister, y'all. I said, sorry, girl. Like, nah, I'm not going to be able to do that. Like, is that no for now or is just no period? Permanent. Like, it was, it's it was permanent. permanent. Yeah, it was mm -hmm. permanent. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I, I understand. So, you know, so we're talking about saying no to other people, like coworkers and different things. But sometimes we have to say no to um, relationships and friendships or people that are closer to us. And Come sometimes it's, it's, no, it's no for an invitation. And sometimes it's a no for this relationship mm -hmm. at this moment. Mm -hmm. or no to this relationship where it is at this time mm -hmm. and those types of things we're talking about being overwhelmed we're talking about really mastering the art of saying no so you're saying yes to something else or yes to someone else and so Your family yeah sometimes those interactions and relationships can be overwhelming not we're not even talking about toxic or anything like that but just sometimes things are overwhelming the expectations that people have of you that you know yep. you can't meet or you're unwilling to meet Mm -hmm. your inability to shift those expectations based on the reality of the relationship or the reality of what you're willing to give. Mm -hmm. There's not, um, you all are not on the same level in terms of the boundaries of the relationships and those types of things that it becomes yep. overwhelming and toxic and those, you know, those types of things. It is okay to say, you know what? Really like you, love you, you know, no hard feelings. Mm -hmm. um, it's, you know, at this moment, it's just a no for me you know, um, and be comfortable with, with saying that. And like you said, no apologies, those types of things, but understanding that sometimes we get overwhelmed. Sometimes we're exhausted because yep. we're giving in ways that we're not getting replenished. And sometimes we're in relationships and friendships and circumstances that are absolutely draining. Yeah. And they don't honor us. Mm-mm. 
And so you're constantly doing the same thing we said about work, like you're doing these mental calisthenics. Sometimes when you're in relationships and are not mutually beneficial. You boy twin, you you have a phrase that I like when you talk about, um, and it may not apply, but I'm sure it will in this case, when you're dealing with people who shoot the gaps. And so sometimes you have friends, well, friends, mm-hmm. colleagues, mm-hmm. anyone um, who can, sometimes they can sense your vulnerability. Yes. yes. Okay. And twin. It. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so to protect yourself and understanding, you know, your, um, your kind of enough point mm-hmm. and knowing, knowing that when you're vulnerable, you tend to let things kind of go on and those types of things. Oh yeah. You don't care. But then understanding that you're going to deal with that residual in the background because you're drained, mm-hmm. drained, and then you're frustrated, right? Because you're like, I don't let down my defenses and those <laughs> types of things. So <laughs> just being comfortable with, with saying no for now. So, yeah. so then that gets us to this whole idea is if when we get into a situation where we're constantly saying yes, instead of saying no, mm-hmm. that's how we get to the point. And y'all, we've all gotten there. I, I remember when we were younger and mom would be like, these people want me to turn out. Yep. Yep. And they want me to. Um, sometimes when I'm exhausted and overwhelmed, this is really going back to what we said originally, which is why it's important for us to understand how to say no and when to say no. We can get ourselves into a point where our filter is gone and we just like, well, I'm about to just turn up. And sometimes we get out of character so the same thing we were talking about, those relationships it could be colleagues and those types of things. Sometimes we have to tell ourselves no to the turn up. Yeah. Sometimes it, it sometimes we want to tell that person, like, we want to really be honest with them in, mm-hmm. in the you most honorable way. In the most honorable way. Yeah, you made that word up. Okay. And sometimes we have to tell ourselves, no, we have to, you know, have a sense of self-control, stay in character. One, because we want to keep our job. Yeah, yeah. Because we don't, we don't, you know, we can say no without hurting people's feelings, without maligning them, without, you know, attacking them. And so this whole idea of saying no is not just about reclaiming time, but it's reducing being overwhelmed and anxiety. And sometimes when we act a fool, when we say yes to the turn up, because we know this younger generation, they might turning up. When we say yes to the turn up, you're going to have to circle back. And so that's one thing I want to get into as well. We talked about being aware of those relationships and all those, you know, the ones that drain you. Saying no to the turn up also applies to that because sometimes when you start saying no and you starving that thing. And people start turning up, don't they? They will rise up. <laughs> you ain't been acting like this. Oh, you brand new. You didn't got that new job. Oh, yeah. And so it it doesn't have anything to do with that. I'm going back to the new job because sometimes, you know, your stress level increases and you have to start shutting stuff down. But the point that I'm making is that sometimes if you've been the yes person and it no longer works for you. No, that that's a good point. That is and a now really you're practicing your no. Yeah. Oh, she she different, especially for the people that you always said yes to without any thought. They're like, sometimes like, yep. And see, that's the point I wanted to get to when we're talking yeah. about the turn up. Sometimes those your feelings can be so hurt because you start playing that reel in your mind of I've done this, I've done this, I've done this for them. How could they do that? You don't. It's not for you um, to vindicate yourself. You want your character um, long term to speak for that. You, you don't want to get into the whole how could you say that? Because then now you're you are 
And sometimes you're justifying their turn up when you start saying, I've done, I've done, because that level is your that vocal level will eventually rise because you are offended. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have sacrificed. Mm -hmm. And you know, this person, you know, this is probably someone you should have been saying no to a long time ago. And you finally gotten up the courage to do it. And this person is like, I'm about to buck. <laughs> and then you have that. How dare you? Mm -hmm. You you don't you don't have to know, because when you walk away from that situation, you want your character to be intact. Completely intact. Yeah. You yeah. want it to be such that not even when the story is retold, because who cares? But when you go back and reflect, I'll put it that way, because we know as women, I can't speak to men. If we have an encounter with, you know, a sister, mm -hmm. uh, a girlfriend, mm -hmm. and it got real, mm -hmm. and it got real with a whole lot of heat on it, you're going to play and play and play and replay that in your mind. The point that I want to get to is don't replay it to the, and I should have said. Mm you don't want to ever get to the point where you replaying and said man I was foul yeah I wish I hadn't done that so pull back it goes back to one of the first points that we talked about where we said recognizing those signs yep because this may not be this may not be a right now relationship it may be a down the line you guys can go back and rekindle that if that's what God would have for you or if that is what fits um your life your needs at the time and you don't want to burn the bridge um yeah. But you also don't want to come out of character and, and yeah. you don't want to be known now as, now as a turn up girl. You, you, yeah. You know, you're 30, 40 years old. You can establish yourself um, of having a certain level of character and you've blown it because mm -hmm. nine times out of 10, once that call FaceTime or whatever hangs up, it's, it's going to be blown up. Yeah. Yep. I so, agree. You got anything so, else to say about that twin? Just say no. <laughs> that's Just, it you know, don't don't repeat it you don't have to have uh, an apology for it you don't have to explain why um, because protecting yourself means protecting your time and mm -hmm. time is non-refundable we do not get that's any second or minute back and so if you're feeling overwhelmed if you're exhausted all the time if you feel like you can't catch your breath you go back and look at the ways in which you are spending your time yep. and start thinking about not withdrawing, which means saying no uh, um, to certain things that aren't going to um, fulfill you or that aren't in alignment with, with what God has called you to do. So we got some reflections here before we, we wrap this up. Yeah, guys. So we are going to um, start our new GL moment. It is short for good living moment. In this part of the segment, we will just kind of go back and reflect on what we spoke um, about um, during the during this podcast and then just try to connect to it. So um, I stole this from someone really, really um, important to me. But um, what I would say at this point of reflection is do not be surprised about the cadence at which your life is going at this moment. Meaning if you are overwhelmed and overworked, um, you typically have the lion's share of the control over that. You control the pace. Um, it is very similar. And I'm going to let Twin jump in here because we've ran for so long. I found running analogies for everything, even things in the Bible. Everything. So when you are preparing yourself for a very long run, you don't come out of the gate um, at your top speed. Mm -hmm. You don't even come out the gate 
at, at a speed that's anywhere remotely close to it. What you do is you set a controlled pace. Twin, pick it up from here. You you set a controlled pace and the the danger of running in a race, which is different than running by yourself, right? Is mm. you want to go at the pace that other people are setting, right? But Good. they didn't train for your race. They're not you. They don't know. I want to, I want to snap my fingers. <laughs> They're not you. They don't know what you ate. They don't know how you train. They didn't, maybe didn't train on the surfaces that you did. Maybe they ran the course uh, and trained on the course and you ran around your neighborhood. And so you control the pace and cadence that occurs in your life. There are many of us work jobs where we can't control that part. My, mm -hmm. my new job, I was just sharing with you, you know, other people will sometimes schedule my time. And especially if they are, you know, uh, above me in terms of the organizational um, chart, I accept those invitations. And so only thing I can then look at is that I need to control the pace for the other parts of my life. And that means that is your agenda is not my agenda is great. Yeah, that's not my agenda. I did not make that commitment. I'm not going to make that commitment. And I'm going to choose to say no um, right now. Mm -hmm. And I may be saying no for a long time. So that I say yes to myself because I need to be able to slow down what I can slow down. So yep. it's just like preparing for a race. It is. That's great for you. If you want to run around all weekend and uh, want to, you know, I know what I got to do on Sunday. So I can't run around on Saturday because I got a full day on Sunday and I got a meal prep and I got to get yep. myself ready for work. Um, so just remembering if you take anything away from today is thinking about you can control your pace and a good way for you to control your pace is just say no yep that's good right there i'm going to close it out with what maxine water said reclaim your time yes just reclaim your time mm -hmm. guys it has been great thank you again for joining us we are so appreciative um we look forward to speaking to you again about more important topics um you can visit us again at our good living recipe and lifestyle.com website and there you're able to link into all of our forms of social media. Um, I would like to say, have a great and wonderful time away from us as we pray that we will do the same with you. And as always, be sure to be kind to yourself. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>